all great marketing advisors peek into your pocket before recommending anything don't worry i won't do the same i will outrightly assume that you're either bootstrapped or on a shoestring budget finding resources and minding your burn are two different beasts while we can try to be rational about managing people and money our decision making is driven by emotions whether it's the moment we decide to serve expensive wine to our friends at a dinner party or pays for a club membership to get accepted in a circle somewhere or the other we are serving our emotions for startups knowing where and how to invest their money is the most challenging decision as not just their growth but their survival depends on it morgan housel the author of the best selling book title psychology of money writes money's greatest intrinsic value and this cannot be overstated is its ability to give you control over your time while he says this in the context of managing personal finance your marketing budget is not very different the reason we plan and allocate budgets is to give a foreseeable future to your business hi and welcome to the fourth episode of growth signals i am your host utkarsh and in this episode we'll talk about how businesses should think about their marketing budget and how to spend it judiciously by the end of this episode you'll understand how to use data for optimizing your marketing spend how to realize where your competitors are spending their budget and you will know how to segment your marketing efforts for short and long term impact so let's talk about marketing budgets to start this topic i want to talk a little bit about my experience when i was in metal our marketing budgets were slim the team even slimmer i joined when we were just four folks in the marketing team a fresher a manager a mark a data guy and me we had one goal optimize for growth on a shoestring budget basically to get a bang for our buck whether it was managing two email marketing platforms scraping email manually for outbound efforts or not having a marketing design function for years all these were some decisions we took to mind our marketing spend we hired 15 data entry folks to scrape over 200000 contacts to fuel our outbound efforts to scale it all up we involved a technology team to write python scripts to scrape job listing across websites these scripts used to pull listings for last few months and every subsequent week which you we are running it for all that effort would have otherwise costed us 200000 dollars over year with no checks on quality and context do you know how much we spent doing all of that just 40000 dollars over a span of a year want to know what what made this possible we had a great understanding of our conversion rates before we hired data miners to scrape databases 
We used to buy contact lists from portals, communities, and media firms who spent years building their audience. Now, some of you might doubt our marketing ethics, but we knew that once we place our product in sight of our customer, they won't mind it. Even that hypothesis was made out of observing data. Hear me out. We saw that our outbound efforts on these purchase databases had a small but significant impact on our overall lead number. Our conversion rate was just 1%. That means on every 10,000 HR folks we used to reach out, only 100 showed interest in us. Out of these 100 people, only about 5 of such interest used to turn into a paying customer, which barely covers the cost we paid to acquire this list. Now you must already be thinking, I knew it. That's not how marketing works. Agreed. However, we didn't saw it that way. As we were scavenging for growth, we saw it as zero percent loss and hundred percent visibility. Zero percent loss because we recovered what we spent, and hundred percent visibility. Because now hundred more HRs knows about metal. That was not it. We realized the quality of paid databases, which we used to buy, it was quite bad. Only about sixty percent of all lists were actually HR folks. The rest were random folks who were ruining our domain reputation and a sender score. That's when we decided to improvise things a little. We confided in our data guy to scrape one thousand contacts in seven days to run our pilot. We created a high-quality list of HR managers from public listings, and we sent a series of outbound emails to them. The result: we converted five customers out of that one thousand. We smashed our old conversion rate by ten x. We took this approach and applied it in everything we did at marketing. The takeaway here is that you need to know two things before allocating your marketing budget. First, you need to have an understanding of what's the reach of the approach you are planning to adopt. And second, you want to understand what is the actual conversion rate in context to your business. Start with a micro investment and evaluate the results with an open mind understand two metrics first cost per impression or awareness which is the cost you pay to put your product in front of your prospect second is cost per acquisition which is the average cost you pay to acquire a lead to give you an example say we paid 10000 for a list of 10000 emails of your target audience to send them a cold email if 2000 people opened the email and 100 people actually asked for a demo then $10000 divided by 2000 people who opened your email is equal to $5 which is your cost of impression or awareness and $10000 divided by 100 people who actually asked for a demo is equal to $100 which is your cost of acquisition now this Now there's another term, which is called customer acquisition cost, 
or CAC, CAC, which is nothing but the average dollar value you spend to acquire a paying customer. It's essential to know about these metrics as they come super handy when allocating your marketing budget to growth channels. Let me tell you more ways to gather data on marketing budgets. Another great insight is to watch your competitors and understand how they are acquiring traffic, lead or customers. To get insight into this, you can use tools like SimilarWeb or AccuRanker to approximate their website traffic. Then you can track their brand keyword on Buzzsumo to understand where these, their brand keywords trend. Another way is to put a Google alert on their computer brand keyword to know where they're getting featured recently. This would also tell you about where they're getting their referral traffic from. There's another thing which I personally do, which is to subscribe to our competitors' email databases and receive newsletters, which keeps me updated on what they're sending to their audiences. All these tips will give you a fair idea about their playing field and what our competitors are doing for growth. Once you got that figured out, it's time to realize your short and long-term priorities. Short-term marketing activities keeps you afloat, whereas long-term marketing activities anchors your growth. I've covered short and long-term marketing activities in the previous episode as well. To summarize, survival is your immediate priority. So allocate a fixed portion of your budget to channels or activities that give you definite returns. That is channels which have a low CPA cost per acquisition and a high volume of leads coming in from there. However, if you are just starting out or have no conversion metrics in place, David Falarme, head of marketing at HubSpot Asia has some advice for you. In his recent post on LinkedIn, he said, some of your marketing campaigns should make zero sense. You should always waste some money of your budget. Spend some part of your marketing budget on experiments, big bets and learnings. If you're a startup in a competitive industry, spend 70% on wild bets, 20% on emerging trends and 10% on business as usual. The point is don't just play it safe because you don't know what works. Part of your marketing budget should be dedicated to experiments and learning new things. I want to club it with my suggestion, which is know that even if marketing investments got 0% returns, but offered you 100% visibility, then it's still a win. And you should keep optimizing for it because what's visibility right now will become sales in the future. That's all in this episode. Do let me know your thoughts on this topic by adding a voice note or writing directly to me on LinkedIn. If you like this episode, please give a five-star review and share it with your friends and colleagues. Your review and ratings help in spreading the word. In the next episode, we'll discuss ways to manage and outsource your marketing efforts. 
and how you can spot growth opportunities through it more on that in the next episode till then keep hustling help to create this fourth episode of growth signals was provided by sachin watts and deepesh tomar i can't thank you guys enough for your support 